about 350 yards up. He's going to hit about a 500. Don't you think? That's a beast, man. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. Let's go while we're young. A looper. A looper. You know, the caddy, looper. Find your center. Picture the shot, Danny. Picture it. Turn off all the sound. Let it happen. Need the ball, Danny. You're not being the ball, Danny. Well, it's kind of difficult with you talking like okay. that. Okay, I'm not talking. Stop talking. I'm not talking now. Welcome back to the Chasing Daylight, everybody. Today, we have another one of our interview series with somebody that I'm thrilled to have on the show, uh, Mr. Jason Moore from True Linkswear. How are you doing today, sir? Great. It's always good to see you, Matthew. How are you doing? Good, man. Good. Um, Joe's sitting here with me doing this interview. Um, I've yet to get him in some trues, so hopefully after today, that will change. Yeah. I've had my eye <laughs> we on him. definitely make that happen. Um, so let's start with, I mean, everybody is aware of the brand. I mean, and you guys are, you know, a golf icon, I say, because you've been around for a long time, um, gone through some, you know, stylistic changes and the way you guys do business. It's been fun watching from my perspective. Um, but let's go way back to the beginning on where True Link started and how it became the shoe brand that it is. Hey. All the way back to the beginning. Yeah, let's well, go. We got started in 2009 then. Uh, at the time, uh, myself and my brother uh, were working together out on tour. My brother's a PGA Tour player, Ryan Moore. And uh, I had the privilege of caddying for him straight out of college. So it would have been my second year on his bag. And uh, at the time, you know, Ryan likes to do his own thing. If you don't know him well, he's a very independent person. Um, and he was, you know, he was under contract to wear different shoes throughout, you know, the first few years on tour, really unsatisfied with the way they fit and they felt. And one day, some people came to us with this crazy idea of building golf shoes in a different way. And we said, well, you have our attention because we don't like golf shoes. And so, you know, they started kind of pitching this idea of something a little bit more natural and kind of a barefoot feel and something that was a little more ergonomic and work with your body in a more proper way. And we're like, you know what? This sounds a lot better than the current offering, which at that time was mostly dress shoes with spikes on it. So we said, let's, let's hear it out. And that's kind of how things got started. So when, okay, I'm going to start with this first. The Sensei, one of my favorite shoes of all time. Uh, I still have two pairs. They're pretty much flat sandals now because <laughs> they, <laughs> they're gone. Are yeah. you guys ever going to bring a variant like that back? Man, you can't ask for all the trade secrets like in the first few minutes here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Sensei was awesome. I remember the first pair that I got to test, wear test. Like, I literally happened to receive them in the morning. I had plans to go play tennis in the afternoon. And I went and played tennis, you know, in these golf shoes and like fell in love with them. So I get it. 
the shoe is awesome. Um, you know, people literally ran marathons in them and wild things. So uh, to say that we have that exact style coming out, no. But do we have something reminiscent of it in the in the pipeline for sure? Is it going to sure. be the Sensei Two? Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, that was the shoe because I the the very first review I ever did for True Links Wear was with Three Guys Golf way back in the day, and it was the the was it the Proto the all white. I mean, I hate to say it, but the the hospital boot. <laughs> <laughs> it it got a that that wasn't like the most glorious design shoe you guys have ever done um but it really introduced me to the zero drop and what it was all about yeah. and yeah. then the sensei came out and i was like okay now i'm getting the style with the function and just absolutely fell in love with it how much has the zero drop been like the forefront from true Oh man, I mean it's it's definitely the literal foundation that our company has been built on. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, you know for those that may not understand what zero drop means, having a, a, a heel and your toe sit level throughout the shoe. Um, you might have shoes in your closet, you don't realize a band or Converse or something that is zero drop already, but there's there's really there was nothing in the market that was even close to zero drops. And, and so we were thrilled to be the first, you know, zero drop golf shoe out there. And it's still a part of our DNA today. We have, you know, at least half of our shoes built on that zero drop platform and everything else is what we would call transitional drop. You know, it might have four to six, maybe eight millimeters of drop in any given style, um, which is literally about 50% of the industry standard of heel lift. And, uh, you know, we could talk about zero drop for days and all the benefits of zero drop, but, you know, for us, it just, it gives you that more stable, balanced feel. And in golf, it doesn't get your weight out in, in your toes unnaturally. Besides that, just the, the health benefits of, you know, wearing something that is, you know, meant to function the way your, your body is meant to function. A lot of the shoe brands in the golf space haven't adapted the zero drop you know, uh, ideology. It, do you see, is there a reason for that? You know, there, there are a few, you know, out there that, that do have the zero drop function. They don't, you know, tout the claims of zero drop as a technology by any means, but funny, you know, unbeknownst to them, you know, a lot of tour players are opting for those types of styles and they don't know why, right? It just feels better, you know, and, and it gets you in a better position. And, you know, it, there's a there's a really famous story and there's a you know books about this that you know you, in the footwear industry we're really taught to create the next you know whether it's a technology or a marketing gimmick it's up to you to decide but you know how do what's your, your next claim you're going to make a footwear brand and it's really hard for brands that have been built on these years and years and legacies of building air bubbles and springs and new cushion technologies to come back and say actually you know, those claims that those were better for you were false and these natural, you know, zero drop, really simple shoes are probably better for you. It kind of goes back on just this ethos that they've built into this technology that they've been releasing for decades, you know, and brands just aren't willing to do that. There's a, a very famous shoe style that got really famous by a brand I won't say, but the shoe style was called a free, right? And it was their first real natural motion shoe. And, 
you know, the first generation came out of basically zero drop and a wider toe box and people fell in love with working on and running in these and like they couldn't figure out why. And before you knew it, that same brand had added more and more heel drop and made the toe box thinner and thinner and put more and more cushioning in it and it no longer felt, you know, like the original styles and people that, you know, had adopted that as their favorite shoe became disappointed over time. Because you kind of have to, as a footwear brand, say, oh, this new thing is better, right? It's hard to go back to the fundamentals and say, hey, like yeah. a, a basic shoe built around the shape of a foot might just be the best option out there. Well, that allows the companies to throw more and more technology into them and then charge more and more also. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's, what else are you going to talk about without the next uh, air spring or uh, jetpack? Right. Yeah, it's it's so. it's kind of crazy how much people are going overboard on features of shoes when you can just keep it simple and have an amazing product. So when uh, you and you and Ryan like decided to make this a shoe brand and go forward with it. Um, what what was your game plan? What did you guys want to do? Did you did you want to distribute to the masses? Did you want to go retail? Did you want to do you know online only? How did you decide to go the route you did? That is a very very good question. Um, <laughs> to be honest, we had no idea what we we're doing. Uh, Ryan was a <laughs> you know professional golfer that just liked the idea of the shoe. Um, I was at the time had studied you know some graphic design and product you know marketing and things of that nature, and it was intrigued by the idea of it you know, becoming an entrepreneur and starting our own companies and things of that nature. But we had no idea what to expect, right? You know, even right out the gates, we released our first style thinking, you know, we just make a couple thousand pairs and see how things go. And the demand for the shoe right out the gates was, you know, 20 times what we thought it was. And uh, so it got the company off on a, a really fast trajectory. And, you know, at first we were we were pretty glorified silent partners. We, you know, we were partners in it, but we weren't involved in the day-to-day operations and making a lot of the decisions. But, you know, I think that, you know, throughout the several different managers that have ran this company at this point, there was the idea of, hey, do you want to become the next Under Armour? Or do we want to stay niche and small? Or do we want to try to, you know, reach the masses with this, this product? And I think that, you know, over the last three or four years, as we've kind of, you know, my brother and I have been able to, kind of take control and take the reins of where the business is heading. You know, it's our hope that if we just continue to get a little bit better every year, making a higher quality product and selling it direct to the consumer and making sure we take really good care of our customers, covering those kind of fundamental things, we're seeing this exponential but natural growth. And we don't mind the idea of, you know, the shoe reaching the masses, but that's definitely not the, the aim. We don't wake up every day thinking, you know, we're just corporation hell-bent on ruling the golf industry. We just want to get a little better at what we do every day, and hopefully people appreciate that. So. so originally, did you guys start in Phoenix? Is that where it was the, the main base was? Yep, yep. We had people from Seattle and, and Dallas and all over the place, and we decided we'll just find a common ground in, in Phoenix where nobody was from, and we kind of launched the headquarters there, so everybody had to move. Okay. Nobody wanted to concede to moving to one another city. Uh, so when you guys left Arizona and went back to Washington, there's been a huge shift with the brand. So 
it, that's my opinion. That's what I think. I, I mean, stylistically, yeah. the yeah. the designs have improved. Your social content has just been outstanding. What what happened? Where when Arizona doors shut, Washington doors opened. What was the the big change to this? Where you're on this path you're on now? Because t- it's impressive to me. Thank you. I'm glad you noticed. And I'm sure, you know, there's people that have either never heard of our brand and are just hearing about it for the first time today on the show or, you know, people that have followed along closely like yourselves over the last decade. And everybody's going to see their different version and have a different perception of true. But, you know, for us, um, you know, there was really the, the company reached this point in 2015, 2016, where there wasn't really a clear vision forward for where the brand was going to head, right? And, and I think some of the products, just to be fair, had been redundant. Some of the customer experience had been inconsistent. Some of the fits and qualities of the materials just weren't where we thought they should be. And so, you know, in, in 2016, my brother and I just looked at, you know, what was true. We were still very proud of it. We think it had a ton of potential. It just needed a, a breath of fresh air. And so, you know, we kind of took this renewed focus at that time and, and were able to kind of take control of the company and, and start steering the ship. And, you know, what at first we had no idea what we were going to do with the company, you know, when I was, you know, just fresh out of college and Ryan was just a young PGA Tour player. Now we had been through it for seven or eight years. We had identified, you know, what we thought were the best parts of what true was, you know, um, the directions that we shouldn't go. We had a really clear guidebook on a bunch of ways we shouldn't grow the company. And so, you know, it really simplified things for us and said, hey, let's let's hit like a refresh and and build on this company, you know, focusing on the things that, that we're good at and not necessarily trying to be something that we're not. Well it's it's been fun watching the the style changes was for me was the biggest thing. When the the OG and the majors came out I, I was like, yes, <laughs> they, they, they've gotten it. They, they understand what the golfers want and are starting to put stuff out there that is a lot more appealing and including that zero drop functionality into it. Um, so let's, let's talk about my favorite shoe that you guys have ever done, the knit. What, where did the knit idea come from? And, yeah. and it's evolved with the new knit, which I'm wearing right now. They're my everyday shoe. Um, where did that idea come from? And did you think it was going to be as big as it is? Ooh. You know, well, we've, we've coined this tagline or this internal phrase that we use all the time. And it's called selfish innovation. It sounds horrible, right? But, <laughs> you know, the idea is that when we're designing new shoes or new styles, Yeah, good, good. You know, if if we don't want it, we're not going to make it. And if we wouldn't wear it or we wouldn't be proud to, you know, wear it on or off the course, then it's probably not a style that we need to really make or focus on. And so the knit was just coming from this time in life where I was doing a ton of traveling back and forth to our manufacturing partners and facilities in Asia, um, all over the country, trying to get the, the, the company restarted. And we had been off to a great start with our OG and, and our outsider at the time where our first two styles we relaunched with in 2017. But you don't want to be traveling through airports and in hot climates with that type of shoe. It's just not as comfortable, right? And we'd always 
you know, really appreciated this idea that golf shoes could be versatile. You could put it on in the morning, go to the office and sneak out at lunch and hit a bucket of balls and you're ready to go. Um, sneak out early and, and play nine after work. And, and we didn't have that shoe that we felt was like ultimately versatile in any way, right? And so that's where this idea of the knit came from. Could we build a shoe that was breathable, super lightweight, literally more comfortable than your favorite everyday sneaker, but still had plenty of treads of golf in, still looked good if you wore jeans or rolled up your, you know, joggers or whatever it was, it, it needed to look natural in, in a bunch of different environments. And I think we kind of nailed it, but no, we had no idea that it would become our best selling shoe of all time, to answer your question. No idea. That's good to know. I love it. So um, with the, the, the second version, you made some style, a little bit, not really style changes, but a little more structural changes. Um, what Talk about what you guys changed from the original version to this new one. Yeah, it's, you know, at first glance, they look like cousins because they are. I mean, it's the second generation of the same style. Um, so it's definitely a sibling style in some capacity. And we wanted it to, to be even more comfortable. So what we did was go, hey, well, the best part about this is the knit is you literally throw it on in the morning and lace it up and you're ready to go. What if you don't even have to lace it up anymore? What if we can create this soft fit slide in experience where you literally pull them on? They still like really mold your foot and hug it in a nice stable way. And then we added even more, you know, rebound to that mid pull. So, you know, those days when you are on your feet for 14 hours in a full day, you feel refreshed at the end of the day. And so we did that by adding, you know, our new Wanderlust compound, which we also have featured on our, our Lux styles. And it's just, uh, it's a game changer when you're actually, you know, out there playing 36 or on your feet all day or walking concrete. It, it's substantially better than the first generation. It is the best travel shoe in the world. <laughs> it, it is so nice. I uh, recently caddied for a buddy of mine at uh, Aiken Southern Dunes for the Saguaro Amateur. And I walked all four, actually we did five rounds because we had a practice round. I walked all five rounds in them. And even though they're knits and it was a frost delay every morning, I didn't care that my feet were cold because I knew they were going to be comfortable. <laughs> Because and it gets chilly out in that part of the valley. Uh, that's that's great to hear. I literally um, I hear stories all the time. Everybody has a different thing they want out of footwear. My good friend John Ashworth, who started Link Soul, and you know he's packing for this Ireland trip, and he texts me one day. He's like, "Dude, am I crazy that the only shoes I want to bring to Ireland are the knit?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, you are crazy because you know you're going to play in freezing cold wind and rain." And he's like, dude, I don't care. I love playing in the nits in the rain. I love like feeling the water on my feet, getting <laughs> done with the round. And like, it just feels better to me than trying to hike around in these heavy, bulky waterproof shoes. I'm like, sweet, dude, do your thing. You know, so everybody has, you know, their own reason they're attracted or drawn towards it. But it's, it's a fun shoe no matter, you know, if you've grown up playing in a traditional golf cleat and you're just like, for the first time, getting a lightweight, comfortable shoe or, you're like, finally, something aesthetically looks like I'd be proud to wear it on or off the course. I think whatever draws you to it, it it's a fun shoe for everyone. Speaking of Link Soul, that, that collab you did is, is amazing. I'm a huge fan of Link Soul, and I feel like it's just like a perfect fit. Well, we think it's a perfect fit, too. I mean, I wear, well, I'm wearing it right now. I wear Link Soul nearly every day, and so 
And, you know, John and Jeff and the whole family over there at Linkville have been near and dear to us for years as friends and, and advisors. And, and, and so when we have an opportunity to work with them, we take it. So, yeah, we were super thrilled with we've now done three full collabs with them. We have more in the works. And, you know, it's just been a fun thing where we both have, you know, common values around the game of golf and what we think it should be. And so it's just a natural partnership. That's so awesome. I, yeah. I, I love their stuff too. It's their, their new, their hoodies that Joe just got one of their new hoodies and, and I can't wait to get <laughs> one. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It's like, I, I, uh, recently played at Go Hill Park and it's just like that whole thing is, it's just a vibe. It's, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. No, it, and that's what golf should be. You know, it, you know, we have a, a number of people in our company that are, scratch or plus golfers and we have people that are new to the game and we sent one of them down in our creative department recently to do a photo shoot down at Goat Hill and he was newer to the game and he's like I found golf mecca this is my home <laughs> and it, you know you forget if you know you you follow their story closely you're familiar with what they're doing it's cool but you know for somebody to see it for the first time with fresh eyes that never experienced that kind of welcoming you know down-to-earth environment that really is what golf is meant to be it's time to go out and hang out with your best buddies or family or friends and and just kick it and be comfortable and be yourself and, and that's really where the game started and that's what they're bringing it back to down there which is rad yeah it's incredible i i definitely had like just feelings of that just welcoming and it, it was amazing i recommend it to anybody that's in that area yeah and it just keeps getting better every year you know that just like John, I guess. You know, I don't know if you've seen him lately. He's got this wily beard and cool long hair. <laughs> yeah. He gets better every year. I guess the projects get better every year. Too. <laughs> so for um, the PGA Tour, you guys have, uh, besides Ryan, I know Chris Kirk is wearing the shoes. Is there anybody else that is out there rocking the shoes? Yeah, Joel Damon uh, has been oh, wearing them for right. a while. Yeah. And- we love Joel. We just went down to, you know, the Phoenix Open last week and filmed a bunch of content with Joel and he just reminded what an awesome dude he is. Just a complete culture fit for who we are as a brand. Just so happens I actually grew up playing junior golf with him, which is nice to, to know him for a long time. But, you know, besides him, you know, everybody else that's choosing to wear shoes every day is lacing them up by choice and can't legally say their names. But, you know, there's there's a number of people that, you know, if you just watch the, the, the weekend coverage, you know, even last week we had three other players besides one we've already mentioned, you know, wearing shoes down at the Phoenix Open. So, you know, we're honored when that's the way that they, you know, we get shoes on people's feet. It's not the, the multi-year contract and the big deal and, you know, the ball shoe glove deal that so many manufacturers rely on. It's just people choosing to wear shoes because they like them. So, so you don't have any players under contract? We literally, the only person that we signed is Joel. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, the, I just got my Luxes in last week mm-hmm. and super impressed. I, one, one of the things that I struggle with is on my swing, I like to lean on the right side. And so when I play with the nits, I have to be cautious of that because there's not a lot of structure and stability in the nits. You know, it's, yeah. it, it's my, 
it's my afternoon in Vegas when it's 110 degrees and I can stick my foot out the cart and get some air conditioning in my shoes. So I, I love them for that effect, but I, I wanted something that has a little bit more structure and stability, like how the majors did and the outsiders did. And so the, the Lux has arrived and man, I, I put it on and it, it feels like it's going to come off your foot. It feels weird. And then you try to take it off and it doesn't move. And it took me a few, you know, practice swings and a few walking around the house for a little while to, to fully get the concept of it. But it's a really unique shoe and something's different that you guys have, have done. Tell, tell everybody a little bit about the, the Lux. Yeah. No, I'm glad you had that experience and we didn't talk about it before this call. But I mean, what we were really hoping to do there is give people our most stable fit today, right? And every shoe and everywhere, you know, wants their shoe to function a little bit different. But with that shoe, what, you know, we don't have a fancy name for the technology, but we could call it true hug. We want it to hug your foot, right? And, and really hold it in place. And, and for us, we wanted to do that while achieving it with the most premium materials we've ever used and, and really kind of gear it towards that a little bit more refined PGA Tour level player. And so when when we designed the Lux, we were thinking, how can we make it stable, waterproof, premium, add this new Wanderlux cushioning to it. It'll keep your feet feeling refreshed and maybe even add some pep to your step and power in your swing. And then beyond that, you know, how do we make it look like you would still be proud to wear it off the course? And I think that's, you know, something that's always a challenge when you're looking at the golf course. Um, I heard it, you know, talked about recently, you know, with, even talking with Joel and I was like, why do you like truth? He's like, well, I used to be so embarrassed every time I'd walk off the golf course, if I didn't have another pair of shoes to change into. And I had to go into the like grocery store or go to dinner <laughs> or, like right away. I'd be like, ah, I'm such a dork. You know, he's like, now I don't have to think about it. He's like, I literally wear your shoes everywhere and I feel comfortable. And, and my wife even likes the way they look, you know, <laughs> I was like, that's cool. It's a good testament. So that's really what our Lux is aimed at is, is just that, you know, really high-end premium pro-level shoe that gives you that little bit more stability, but uh, you can still wear it everywhere. Yeah, I uh, I, I got the knits, and I said, I'm just going to, I'm not going to wear these around the house and be my everyday shoe because I want them to last. Because, you know, not wearing them on grass and wearing them on concrete and asphalt and around the house, they, they wear down, you know, it's not, it's going to happen. Um, that, that didn't last. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're so damn comfortable. I, I just, I wear them every single day. They're, they're my every, they're right next to my bed. When I wake up in the morning, they're, you know, it's, it's, I just love wearing them. So when the Lux has arrived, I said, these are golf only. I'm only going to wear these for golf. So they last longer. And I'm having a hard time with that already because <laughs> they're so damn comfortable. Um, and I want to practice in them. I want to go to the, check the mail in them, but I'm going to do everything I can to not wear them so they last longer because, my God, it's a good shoe. Good. Good. Hey, I actually, you know, it's the first pair of truths that I literally just keep in my trunk and I try. I literally change, you know, into them before the round because the same thing. I just, I want them to be like, it's almost like I'm switching into my game mode. You know, when I put them on, I'm like, now I'm here to golf, you know. And so, yeah, I keep them for those real serious rounds of golf. So uh, one of the other shoes that recently came out, Joe was just looking on the website there, is the the TLO one, the the like the casual mm-hmm. golf shoe. 
Um, what was the inspiration behind that one? Yeah, I mean, I've always just loved, you know, time-tested, like, classic menswear silhouettes, whether it's, you know, the the classic pea coat or, you know, a good pair of trousers or literally a classic sneaker silhouette. And so, you know, the TL01 line for us was how do we make a time-tested classic menswear silhouette that is very golfable and feels as comfortable as it's true. And so, you know, that style shoe you see anywhere from, you know, just, you know, a cool hip, you know, up and coming brand, uh, brands that have been around for decades. And every single pair that we ever bought and tested was extremely heavy, very uncomfortable, and nothing had any of the performance features you'd really want out of a golf shoe. And so we just wanted to disguise true technology and that kind of silhouette. And that was our first attempt to do it. And funny is we literally made them thinking, you know, we're going to make this incognito golf shoe that's really more of a streetwear shoe that you know, you're going to want to wear it to the office more than you play in it. And it turned out to be all of our PGA Tour players' favorite shoe for ever. And, <laughs> you know, we weren't gearing it towards that audience, but, you know, Ryan wore them on tour for the better part of the, you know, whole season. And Joel loves them. He still wears them today, you know, and, and it's been around for, you know, a good solid year now. But it's, it's definitely built a good track record, not just for the aesthetic, but being a legit golf shoe as well. And it is it is crazy light. It's not heavy at all. No, it's it's an optical illusion, is what we call it. You know, we wanted it to look like it it was that style, but we didn't want it to feel like it. No. So, in uh, other news recently, you guys just announced or released your socks. So it's almost like socks and shoes go together. You know. Um, so when did you guys? decide and, and what was it that put it over the top to go in full on with the sock game? Oh, man. So truth be told, you know, I've been working now on product development within our company for the last five years and pretty privy of everything we've experimented with in the past. We probably tried to make 30 pairs of socks and never released one. Oh, wow. And we had almost thrown in the towel on socks because it's like, I, I'm a sock snob just because I work in the footwear industry, right? So, like, I buy every brand socks and test different materials. And, and you know, I have certain brands I swear by. And, and I just figured just in that same regard, you know, the selfish innovation, if this wasn't something that I would actually buy, we're not going to sell it, you know? It's easy to make a sock and put your name on it, right? And so... You know, we'd almost given up on it. We finally found this really cool manufacturing partner in Korea, and they were putting out these killer new products, and uh, we worked with them on developing a no-show, because I think of all the sock styles, that's the hardest one to find that actually works well. And, you know, in our company, we're always doing photo shoots, and it just doesn't always look right if you see the socks sticking out of the shoe, unless you're wearing the right sock the right time. And so we're like, let's make a no-show, you know, that's like just incredible. And so we got our first batch in and I was like, I can't believe it. We finally did it. <laughs> you know, years and years in the making, we finally had a, the right amount of cushion, the breathability, you know, the, the, the freshness of like a pair of socks you can wear honestly for multiple days and it still smells and feels good. 
And, you know, we put them through literally hundreds of rounds of golf. We all wear tested them a bunch, dozens of washes, and they were still holding up. And we're like, I guess we finally did it. You know, seven, eight years into trying to make a soft, we made a good one. So we're pretty thrilled with it. And it's just a, it's just the tip of the iceberg because people that have been getting it have been blown away by how good it is. It just, it's, if you've ever tried to wear no shows, they always, fall down the heel they you know some of them look like ballerina socks and you're like what are these things yep. you know these are actually they follow the line of the shoe they give you all the protection you need and they never split pretty red is there any perk to pairing the socks with the shoes magic powers <laughs> <I> mean, <cool>. <laughs> <laughs> oh so what uh, what's next? What's coming up next? I know you guys are are doing you know on a pretty consistent schedule for new releases. It seems of late. So what's uh, what's in the future for you guys? Yeah, uh, we have a lot of there's some next stuff over my shoulder. Hopefully, it's not high enough resolution for you to see it. But uh, <laughs> you know, we get we have a lot of things in the works. You know, as a company, we try to keep our product you know, development mantra pretty pretty simple right we only want to release something if it's like worth releasing we talk about it all the time in our r&d department that we want to have like the <laughs> we want to have the funnel at the top of our you know product development really wide but the, the the funnel and what actually makes it through our r&d process is very limited right and so we have at this point literally i would say three or four times the amount of styles we've ever ever had in development in development and it's because of that mantra we want to test a lot of things and find like what's going to last and what's going to work and so we have some things in the works that will be hitting for each season here that we're pretty stoked on and not only that but we have an update to our true original model um, that's going to be debuting here in March, um, and people are going to be hyped on that as well. We might have figured out how to make a shoe too durable, which is a pretty <laughs> tall order, right? It's a bold statement. Especially with a golf shoe. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's like making the million-dollar tire or million-mile tire. I don't think you're supposed to do that, right? No. You're supposed to wear out to get new ones, but... We decided we'd try it and just see what happened. So we made literally a bulletproof true original, and we're stoked on it. It's, I mean, it's really, really badass. Hopefully I can say that on here. Oh, yeah. But it's going to last a while. Wow. Nice. Well, I can't wait. And that's coming out in March, you said? Yep, that's coming out in March. But between now and then, we'll, we'll definitely be dropping some new colors. So keep your eye out on those. We like to refresh our current inline styles with fresh colors all the time. What's what's been your biggest request from the true nation, I guess you'd call it? To be honest, the most frequent one is more colorways. You know, when we ask what do you want to see, it's like, Well, I already love the knit or I already love the TLO one or the original, I just want more colors. So we, we're doing that, we're delivering on that. Um, people wanted socks for a long time. We finally made one, you know. So we're we, we have our ear to the ground and we're definitely uh, listening to people's feedback. So if you guys do have ideas, keep them coming. So. <laughs> always, always have ideas. I would say all black, including the sole. That way I could wear them to work and then jump across the street to the course. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I'll ruin a surprise for you. We have some of those on order already. <laughs> nice. There we go. That, yeah. yeah. 
That'll be yeah. nice. We're, we're going to get to see. I knew it would happen. We're going <laughs> to get them in some trues by the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I work right across the street from a little par three course where I could go do it in an, in an hour. I could go for lunch or before work or whatever. So that'll be nice. Yeah, that's that's it. literally the same scenario as our office. We live, you know, our office is right out the window. I can see people walking the ridge. Have a little muni next to us. We go play it all the time after work or sneak out before work and play. So, so I, I know Brandon, and he came from baseball is his background, right? And <laughs> Cody and you, who's the best golfer in the in the office? I'm not counting Ryan because he doesn't count. <laughs> he, well, yeah, I guess that that would be unfair to put him in the mix. Um, well, I'll be honest. But, it's his brother. It's his brother. Me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I have to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Cody's a stick. Cody can really play. Yeah, I know and, he uh, can. Yeah, we have a number of guys in here that, that can really play scratch or better. And, you know, there's some, there's some good competition around the office. So, so what? I don't hit it the furthest by far. No. That's not that's not necessarily a yeah. problem anymore yeah. nowadays. I mean, the technology <laughs> is out there to help everybody. So, uh, do a quick rundown. What what are you playing? What's in your bag? Oh man, I have currently PXG Gen Two T irons, so three eleven T's. Um, played this same old Scotty Cameron for probably eleven years. Still got that in the bag. Um, just put in a brand new uh, TaylorMade three wood, which I'm pretty stoked on. Um, it's just the, I think it's called the M5. I'm not like a tech junkie. Um, I still have like the Gen One uh, PXG hybrids, which I think are the best they've ever made. But yep, don't tell I them. agree. I agree. They're with that. for money, um, and you know I have like a a prototype driver in right now, which has been awesome. I spin the ball a lot, hit it pretty high launch, and then keep the spin off of it for me. So I'm pretty stoked on it. Nice. Now, in the past, you guys have done some collaborations with, uh, I know, Jones for the golf bag. And mm-hmm. who was, what was the Bones man? Was that Vessel that you guys did that with? Yep. Yep. Do you have anything else like that coming down the down the pipeline? Yeah, we're always dreaming up stuff for sure. Yeah, you'll see a lot more of that. We even have, you know, in the in the footwear space, um, some brands we've been working with on new, you know, capsules and collabs and stuff. So much, much more in the pipeline. You can definitely expect more than just shoes from us as well coming out soon. So nice. I I got to get some new true T-shirts because the ones I have are the old gray ones with the red logo. <laughs> I've I've had it forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, man, uh, thank you so much for taking time out and uh, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. I am I love the success you guys are having right now. I can't wait to see all the new releases. And uh, now I got to keep my peepers even more locked in on TV to watch this, see who else is wearing the shoes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, now, for sure, can, for sure. Can well, you, thank you for having me on the show. Hey, can you hint at Link Soul's latest player? Would he, by chance, be rocking some trees Ooh. in the future? You know, it's not in the works right now. No? Ugh. No. Let's remedy that. Come on, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, I once did outdrive Bubba. Hey. Oh, hey. 
Did you hit the fairway yeah. and he didn't? Well, he might have hit a tree, but <laughs> I mean, I didn't see he hit the tree, but I got past him. <laughs> hey, that's uh, a buddy of ours was just in uh, Texas at an event that uh, um, who's the long drive champion? What's his name? Uh, Brookshire. Yeah. And uh, yep. they were having, he, you know, he hit a tee shot for charity or whatever, and then you could pay to play against him. And uh, he hit his shot in the fairway and Berkshire didn't. So he's like, I beat Berkshire in long drive. <laughs> hey, there yeah. you go. It works. It works. It well, works. much uh, much continued success to you guys. Again, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, we look forward to seeing what's coming for you guys down the ripe here. Awesome. Thank you, Matthew. All right. Take it Thanks, easy. Thanks, man. See you guys.